Welcome to the Geek Explore Not On Topic Debrief. We're doing this again. Yeah. And I'm Ben Robinson. I'm John Williams. Here we are. Um, like Ben was saying before we started recording, we set a precedent with the uh, DC Fandom event that uh, that we have an On Topic Debrief now. We've got so many different kinds of shows. We are men of many hats. Yeah. Um, so as I'm sure everybody in the world that's uh, that's paying attention to anything outside of their house um, or their internet has heard there was the Disney Investor Day. Yeah, which didn't sound interesting when I first heard about it. I was like, okay, sure. Like their quarterly report, are they going to be apologizing for their $7 billion loss? <laughs> no, no, that's not what they did at all. Uh, I think originally we were we were going to talk about Castlevania on this. Yeah. So we're going to have to push that one because uh, this came out and like we just started flipping through the news that came out of Investor Day and we're like, holy shit. I, yeah, we got to talk about this. Yeah, right? we, we either ignore it completely or we do an episode on it. Yeah, because this episode here, it's the last for a little bit, I guess, because our next episode, we're not doing. It's going to be done by somebody else. Who's that? Not going to tell you shit. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm so excited. So, uh, yeah, our next episode is uh, done by one of the other great podcasts in the podcast Secret Santa thing that we are part of. So we couldn't talk about it then. And uh, so it'd be a long time before we mentioned it. It wouldn't be relevant anymore. And uh, there is just a boatload of announcements and details and stuff that came out of this was it like a four-hour stream they did? Is that what it was? Yeah, it, it was, was one yeah. afternoon. But holy shit, did they cram the announcements in there. Like, this this was essentially like Disney's DC fandom. You know, same oh, yeah. sort of thing. Just creators coming out. Uh, well, I guess not not as many creators, but, uh, you know, big wigs making yeah. big announcements. Presidents of all the different factions of the, the beast that is Disney. Yeah. And I'm, honestly, I think... There was a lot more news that came out of this than Fandom had. Yeah, probably more announcements, less uh, like tangible stuff to show. Yeah, even though Marvel did have a good bunch of trailers and uh, and yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's, I guess, let's start off with um, not the low hanging fruit, but uh, the slightly bruised vegetables, maybe. Yeah, the appetizers. Yes. Yeah, there we go. See, that's a way better analogy. <laughs> Some of the general stuff they mentioned right at the beginning that was definitely investor day stuff. You know, talking about the health of the company and this and that, and uh, don't care. But one thing that did pique my interest was they announced a price hike for Disney Plus next oh, year shit. in March. It's going up by a dollar. It'll be seven ninety nine instead of six ninety nine a month. I guess I'm not shocked by that. Yeah, or seventy nine dollars a year for that for the for the year. Uh, still bundleable with Hulu, still no price break on getting Hulu at all. Like you, you can bundle them. Sure. But it's literally the same price as if you got them separately. It's just to save yourself a transaction. Yeah. Like I give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're the ones that pay per transaction with credit cards, not me. You know, I, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I'm really curious what the price hike is going to be right before the three year mark. When all the people like myself who, who got the three year special deal right up top. You know, what What the price is going to be once that runs out. Well, that's right, because you've already prepaid. Yeah. So you don't give a shit about price hikes yet. Nope. I don't know. Maybe it'll be like Netflix and be up to like 18 fucking dollars. Yeah, no shit. They're like, you guys are invested. And so you're either going to continue after your three-year thing or you're going to drop no matter what. So I don't think the price is going to really make the difference. Yeah, they also announced that they had uh, 86.8 million 
Disney Plus subscribers. Damn. Uh, the way they phrased it, though, I think that was that's how many subscribe like subscribed accounts they have had total. I don't think that was active subscribers as of now. Okay. Because I imagine a lot of people get it and then drop it. Uh, I imagine there'll be a bit of a dip after The Mandalorian again. Yeah. Well, at least this time around, you know, as, as we will talk about, you know, they, they've actually got series to follow up. Yeah. You know, like there, there's something exciting happening next month. There's something happening a month after that and then two months after that. So it's not going to be like Mandalorian where all of a sudden it ends and you're like, well, fuck, it's Jeff Goldblum and, and prop culture, which are both entertaining shows, but I would not get the service just for those. Yeah. They've done a, a decent job of of filling in the gaps, I think. Uh, yeah. And a lot of the stuff they announced is like, I mean, some of it's like 2025. Like, it's way the fuck out there. Uh, so where do you want to start with this, Ben? Do you, uh, we, we were talking about doing appetizers. Do you want to go for like the, the far, like least Disney stuff there is? Like stuff like Hulu and FX or... National Geographic. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, you know, going through making notes... I saw National Geographic on there. And, and just I, skipped it? Yep. <laughs> I like National Geographic, man. They got some cool shit. They do some neat... I, I like nature documentaries and all that. Yeah, I was never one of those kids. So, you know, like, so National Geographic and ESPN mean nothing to me. I did skip ESPN. I gotta, I gotta be honest. Yeah. There was, there was enough that by the time I got to the list and, and ESPN was the last thing, I was like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure there is some crossover, you know, in the Venda diagram with uh, geeks and sports, but probably not so big of a crossover that uh, we're going to alienate fans. Well, and I, I like sports. I'll watch sports, but I, I don't care what they're doing with ESPN. They're not in there. They're not making new sports. I mean, <laughs> Original sports content. Yeah, like, like, what ESPN are, exclusive. What are, what are they going to announce? So if you didn't look at National Geographic, they had some stuff that looked kind of cool. They got a show with Chris Hemsworth um, where he does like nine stupid things to okay. test his body or something. Like He's like swimming around in the Arctic and doing some other shit uh, to try and get himself in the best health possible called uh, Limitless. Okay. And uh, it looked kind of cool. Uh, and then they got one called Welcome to Earth with Will Smith, where um, at the very least, they put Will Smith in a volcano. Well, shit. Please tell me, tell me you pronounced it wrong and it's welcome to earth. <laughs> well, they spelled it earth, but oh. we all know it's going to be pronounced. Earth. <laughs> That's a clever title. I wonder if Disney acquired Independence Day in the, uh, in that acquisition. I don't, I can't remember what studio put that out. I, I don't know. Paramount, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. But those looked kind of cool. I mean, they're, they're just big documentaries with a celebrity attached. Yeah. Um, which may, I guess makes them more interesting than like Limitless with Bob Bobson. Like, I don't know who that guy is. I don't yeah. give a shit. Who fucking cares about Bob Bobson? Sorry, Bob Bobson. But I mean, I imagine Chris Hemsworth's agent is probably a little concerned. And same thing with Will Smith. Be like, yeah, we're going to put him in a volcano. Be like, really? That guy makes me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had one called A Real Bug's Life. I think it's like a planet Earth kind of thing. You know, with a lot of like macro or micro photography on bugs. Yeah. Which I think that's rad. Yeah. Because I like bugs. But I think the coolest thing they, they announced is that when all the parks, the national parks were closed for COVID, they were able to like rent a fighter jet and they bolted like a super high frame rate 4K camera on, on the front of it and flew through the national parks at supersonic speeds filming what it looked like. And they showed a couple clips from it. And I was like, that looks fucking cool. I want to see more of that. Yeah. 
I want that in VR. I want them to, to I want to figure out how to watch that in 3D in VR and like I'm Superman flying through national parks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a get a Soren uh rig. Oh yeah, if you could get that on like your Oculus. Yeah. That'd be pretty slick. That'd be fucking cool. So uh that was about it. I mean, they had something about whales and some other shit, you know, National Geographic stuff. As they do. Yeah. There's always something about a whale jumping out of the water. <laughs> I may watch one. I mean, I should watch some of that since I've got it. And, you know, the kids watching Polly Pocket all the fucking time. At least I could throw something better her way. Yeah. Kids love nature shows, man. And uh, they're they're probably better than Polly. Is Polly Pocket still a thing? Or did you just pull that out of your No, ass? it's a cartoon series that, that the little one has been obsessed with lately. And it drives me fucking bonkers. She used to watch Batman and Ninja Turtles and it was awesome. Or she would also watch like magic school bus or like wild kratz you know like shows that were actually educational at the same time so i could i could get behind that but maybe i've just gotten lazy in my parenting and i'm like ah i just need to get some work done watch whatever you want i i can only presume they brought back the toys as well i would imagine so i can't imagine they'd bring back that cartoon without bringing back the toys that would just be a marketing fuck up you need to get mighty max back the the boy version of Polly pocket yeah that was that was on my uh short list Oh, yeah. Oh, you'll have to cut that out. That episode literally comes out the same day this does. Actually, it comes out before. Oh, it does. Oh, okay. So it'll already be out in the world. That's all I have on National Geographic. All right, Nat Geo. Um, So then we've got got Hulu. There were, I mean, with some of these topics, there's a lot that was announced, but not a lot that A, I care about, or B, felt like, you know, we really need to cover for our journalistic integrity for our listeners. Yeah, yeah, like, some stuff's going to come to Hulu. Yeah. There was a couple items that I found interesting. On Hulu, There's a, they have an original show called Only Murders, Only Murderers in the Building. Only Murders in the Building. Murderers or Murders? Murders. Okay. So, I'm not sure what that means. Like, this building, it's only for murdering. If you go in there, you better murder someone. Or get murdered. Yes. One of the two. Yeah, one of the two. Because only murders in this building. Uh, the... Confusing title aside, the thing that inter- that interested me was the two stars of uh, said show, uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh, okay. I did see that they were that they were planning on uh, on doing. Oh, is that the one with Selena Gomez? No, that's a different one. Oh, uh, okay. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So, is that an original movie or series? I think it's a series. Oh, okay. I'll watch the two of them. Yeah, I'm curious what they've got going on. So uh, that was kind of exciting. Uh, and then everything else interesting on Hulu was in the FX presentation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, one thing I did see for Hulu that that I could not give less of a shit about, but it was a big deal that apparently the Kardashians are coming over to to Hulu to to get some projects going. Woo, giddy up! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Handmaid's Tale got renewed. I haven't watched it though. Heard it's good. Me either. Yeah, I haven't seen it though. Yeah. I don't have Hulu. And it looks like Fox Searchlight and 20th Century Fox are gearing up to make a lot more um, original movies, a la Netflix. So Hulu's going to be going to be getting its its own little uh, little infusion of movie magic. The FX stuff, though, uh, like Always Sunny's coming back for four more seasons. Which yeah, is nuts. Yeah, and and I I read that apparently that is going to make it the longest running live action sitcom ever. Yeah, uh, I think the the previous one was what like Joni Loves Chachi or some shit or um, something like that. One it of was, those. Uh, oh, fuck, it wasn't. Oh shit! Wasn't that it was. I even read it. It was a. Uh, uh, like not like Harold and Maude, but something that sounded like that. No, I have to look it up. 
because I've got it right in front of me. Ah, Ozzy and Harriet. That's it. I knew it was somebody and somebody. Yeah. Uh, Which, good for them, because I, you know, even though the show, for me, kind of stalled out as far as, like, how outlandishly hilarious it is, you know, like, the last several seasons, they they're good, but they aren't, like, the same as, like, season four through seven. Like, those just blew my brain up. Yeah, I lost track. I don't think I've seen anything since, like, season 11. They're all good. Because I didn't have FX for a while, so I stopped watching it, and I haven't really gotten back into it. I still don't have Hulu, so uh, <laughs> it's it's somewhere. It now lives somewhere else in our fragmented streaming world. Hey, I still, I mean, I've got Hulu, and every time a new season pops up, I get stoked, and I watch it by myself, because Angelina's not into that style of humor. I believe that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, American Horror Stories making the jump over there, and... Um... I was kind of confused, because it's a new anthology series, which... American Horror Story was, I mean, I guess it was a season-long anthology thing. Like, yeah. every season it changed. But I'm assuming this one's every episode it changes in th- kind of anthology. Otherwise, what makes it different? Yeah. And they're calling it American Horror Stories. Oh, yeah, it's that's right. now, so I'm assuming it's like a Outer Limits, Twilight Zone kind of thing with with supernatural murder. You know, I didn't even pick up on that, that the uh, that the title was different. I just saw American Horror Story. I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's It's going to be exclusive to FX. Which which has it been? I don't know. I haven't I haven't kept up with it Probably, for years. Probably yeah, I don't know. I th- yeah, I I have also not. Which I mean, maybe good for them because they could you know if an idea doesn't work, it doesn't have to last a whole episode now or a whole season. Yeah, it can just be a single episode and you can pump some cool stuff out. So I mean, possibly like spooky supernatural Twilight Zone stuff that that could be cool. If that is the premise, I'm in. Yeah, that sounds neat. Th- there are there are certain seasons like I I certainly haven't watched all of American Horror Story, but there are certain seasons where just looking at the trailers and stuff, I'm just, I'm not into it. I probably won't ever watch it. You know, I'm not tied to this series enough to, to watch everything. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so, so the, there's three other things that sounded interesting from FX. One of them was, uh, I guess they're adapting Why the Last Man. Yeah, that thing has been gestating comic. for years and years and years and years with different people attached, even going back to like, I don't know, 15 years ago with like Holy Shia shit. LaBeouf. You know, like it's been wow. something that is that has been talked about for a very long time. It sounds like it's actually moving forward. Yeah, and I never read that book, but I mean, I under, I know the premise of it with it. He's the last dude. Yeah, um, something happens because I didn't finish the series. I've got all the trades, but I just haven't gotten through it. Um, yeah, yeah, some event happens, and anyone with the uh, Y chromosome dies like all of a sudden violently and for some reason he and his monkey ampersand didn't and there's all sorts of government intrigue there's like a supernatural element so wow, there's got to be some sort of weird supernatural element that's, yeah. that's a pretty unusual thing to happen yeah like like that and the government side of it seems like it could be like viral but again i haven't gotten anywhere near far enough in the series to see what it actually was but it's highly regarded Brian K. Vaughn and uh, Pia Guerra on the art. It, yeah. it looks great. There was There's also the announcement of a series based on the Alien franchise set in uh, something like the not-too-distant future. On Earth? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I love Alien. I'm, I'm totally down. I'm not sure where the fuck they're going with this, though. Yeah. Because, like, our first encounter with the Xenomorphs was in the far future in space. Or was it? Probably, because they're talking about focusing on the human drama. 
The human drama of what, though? I don't know. I mean, we got enough of that with, like, the, the early days of, like, the, the Whalen, like, Whalen yutani Corporation yeah. and, like, the AVP movie. And, like, okay, that was cool seeing, but I don't need that. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious what they're doing with that. I mean, it'd be really easy just to say, like, well, for whatever reason, you know, with the Nostromo and all that, you know, there were encounters before, but the government just never revealed the information. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it was kind of implied that they knew what was going on out there when they sent the team, you know, to a degree. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. And I never saw Prometheus or Alien Covenant. No shit? No. Oh, interesting. I want to see, I, I kept wanting to watch the original Alien again before watching Prometheus so I could see what, if any, ties there were. I've since gone through and like watched a bunch of like analyzing that, you know, Prometheus videos and oh, stuff. before you've watched the actual movie yeah, yeah. I, I was bored and i couldn't think of a time when i was gonna go and watch all those movies so uh so yeah i'm curious uh i, I, don't, I don't think i'd color myself excited yet because i just have no idea what they're doing with it yeah so apparently it's going forward with ridley scott's yeah. like blessing so which it, it could be good could be bad i mean the alien lore has gone a little weird and that is definitely ridley scott's he's the driving force behind a lot of that so uh yeah but, and- Whatever. I mean, if if I have Disney Plus and it comes out, I'll I'll give it a watch. That's for sure. Yeah, and I don't know if this uh, if this assessment is fair or not. But when there was that whole Neil Blomkamp like Alien like Aliens sequel that he wanted to make with um, with Ripley and and Hicks, yeah, and then he got steamrolled by Prometheus and Ridley Scott. Like it was very easy to say like, well, that son of a bitch Ridley Scott, you know, didn't want anybody messing with the lore or anything, but I don't know if that's actually true. So, but if it is true and he's giving this his blessing, then that's a good sign. Potentially. I don't know. That other aliens thing sounded kind of rad. It sounded so fucking rad. Yeah. It sounded a lot radder than, uh, a lot more rad. It's probably more rad. It's not radder, right? Probably, but I like radder. All right. Well, it sounded radder than, uh, Prometheus was. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the other cool thing to come out of FX Hulu, or the potentially cool thing, is uh, Shogun. They're doing like a feudal Japan samurai show of some variety. You know, they I think he described it as like a Game of Thrones in feudal Japan. Oh, cool type thing. I didn't even see that. That's a cool time. You know, the samurais and ninja and dynasties yeah. and feudalism and you know everyone and ninja has their turtles own, like, personal if it's part three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I guess we should get on to the big D itself, huh? Oh, <laughs> were you planning that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, yeah, so Disney Plus and, uh, and Disney as a whole, but it seems like Disney as a whole for the vast majority right now is concentrating on Disney Plus. Well, I mean, even their feature films and stuff that are coming out, it sounds like it's gonna, they're going to follow the Mulan model of yeah. coming out on Disney Plus and you pay your extra fee to go see them. Because uh, theaters are probably not going to be a major source of income for them no. in the coming year. So, the, yeah, they're leaning heavily on Disney+. Plus. It is the thing that's working right now. And uh, and they are definitely putting the considerable might of the mouse behind it. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that, you know, there, there were people saying from Disney that, like, this was always the plan. It just, just 2020, like super accelerated it and they're trying to keep up and and adjust accordingly but apparently when when disney plus was was uh being developed this was just it's the way the world was going but i'd be surprised if they were planning on putting feature films in there from the beginning but maybe i don't know 
coming to Disney Plus are a whole bunch of uh, remakes of their existing properties. Holy fucking shit. As I was going through this, I could not help but like just be like, oh, wow, I bet Ben's head is fucking spinning right now. And it was even starting to bother me. Yeah. Where, I mean, like, yeah, I, I would love more original content over remakes. Um, I don't think I have quite the hate boner you do for it, but I feel like like I'm getting at least a half chub like, yeah. just by reading this list. Yeah, I mean, here, I'll run through some of them. Beauty and the Beast as a series. Since yeah. They already did it as a live action movie. Well, and that's the Gaston prequel, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because I need to know more about Gaston. Yeah. Yeah, so, no one shits like Gaston. No one... Something I don't know. I always I always substituted that line in a shitting match. Nobody shits like Gaston instead of spitting. <laughs> it made it more entertaining for me. Uh, the Swiss Family Robinsons coming back. They're yep. making another Mighty Ducks. Yeah, uh, apparently they're doing series for both Mighty Ducks and Turner and Hooch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What Turner the fuck? Turner and fucking Hooch. Turner right? and Hooch. Like I, I don't, I don't know. Um, was Turner and Hooch a big property that I didn't know about? I mean, I remember it being like a cute movie. It had Tom Hanks in it, right? Yeah. And yeah. It was Tom and Hanks a, and, a, and a big and a fucking mastiff. Slobbery dog. Yeah. yeah. Eating his, the heads off his car's seats. And yes. Shit. Like, I remember that. Yeah. That's, that's about all I remember. I think, <laughs> I think, I think Turner was a cop. Sounds like a cop name from the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. For me, it was hard to get excited about much of that. Um, my Odin, my son, got excited when he heard that they're going to make a Percy Jackson series. Yeah, so he's stoked about that. I mean, they already made all the books into movies, so I guess did it's, they? I thought they only made like one movie and it didn't do well. I think there's at least three. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't know how many books there are. Probably more than that. Yeah, because young adult books, man, they fucking make those things, mm-hmm. especially when they're popular. But it's a big universe. Like, he's been reading this giant book on Greek mythology. Like, he's super into it. He knows way more about Greek mythology than I do now. Wild. So, uh, so yeah, he's stoked and he's into it. And he's learning, I guess, real historical things about fake things. Um, like, that's still not real. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it at least stems from historical real world. Y- yeah. Yeah. It's like so, what comic books will be in a thousand years from now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes us feel better for reading comic books now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's modern mythology. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. We also have uh, remakes coming uh, to Disney Plus um, of uh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Yes. I never saw the original. Or, or, well, I guess I never saw the original in the first remake. Wait. Was. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like the Steve Martin, wait, was it Steve Martin in Cheaper by the Dozen? Uh, they did two of those movies. I remember Tom Welling was in it. At least the first one. I don't know. I think I it was. Maybe. Like late 90s, early, 2000, early 2000s. Um, they're making a Three Men and a Baby remake with Zac Efron, which, you know, I don't want to be old man shit on everything, but like, fuck, dude, Three Men and a Baby is so fucking good. Zach Efron's not going to be able to match Tom Selleck's mustache. Yeah. He's just or, not going to be able to do it. Or Ted Danson's charisma. Although I do have to say in the last couple of years, like Zach Efron has elevated in my opinion, like after seeing him in that, um, in that Ted Bundy movie. He's a good actor. Yeah. And, and um, I, if, if you watch uh, Hot Ones, his episode of Hot Ones is really good. Like he actually seems like a normal dude, like, you know, g- watching all of like, the high school musicals, which I haven't, but like seeing that, that he's in those movies and like fucking Baywatch and stuff like you could just peg him as a douche. 
but he seems like 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 a pretty pretty normal dude. Yeah. I just do we need another a remake of Three Men and a Baby? No, not at all. Like, or or call it a, a baby and three guys. I don't know. Just come up, <laughs> come up with baby heist or something. Just fuck. Like it doesn't need to be remade. Um, cranky old man here. There's a Hocus Pocus sequel in y- the works. Yeah, I I mean Hocus Pocus is a you know a cult classic at this point. Yeah. Again, I don't know why it needs a sequel though. It's been a lot of years since the original came out. Angelina loves it. I it was like ninety three. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. It's a good movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that. Ben one. loves that movie. Yeah, Weird. it's fun. It's I, a fun watch. I, I don't know what to think about that. Loving the movie, fun watch, and loving it are. I feel like those are two different planes. Yeah, I guess. And it's one's probably, acceptable. It's probably somewhere in between them. <laughs> I guess. I mean, like, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't take it on a desert island with me or anything. <laughs> uh, it's not a must-watch Halloween movie. No, but if it's on on Halloween, I'm I'll absolutely watch it. Yeah, uh, one thing I'm I'm excited about is a, uh, a Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie starring John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. I'm in assuming the, uh, is Chippendale. Yes, yeah, in the title roles. I I like both of those those comedians, so I, you know, that could be fun as long as it's well written. But at yeah. least it'll be well acted. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they give them uh, some writing freedom in it because they're funny dudes yeah not super chippendale or like i i don't i wouldn't peg them for someone who would write a chippendale movie yeah but uh whatever i'll I'll check it out i guess yeah i guess it's it's supposed to be like mixed you know like chippendale or animated and it's got like real people in it or something it's not fully animated they're going alvin and the chipmunks with it i think so suck a dick i'm out (laughs) <laughs> fucking like sonic the hedgehog that the smurfs fucking bullshit yeah oh it's hard to do right never mind i'm i'm <laughs> that's what i get for being excited yeah and they're 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 doing a live action pinocchio because of of course they were going to do a live action pinocchio yeah and they and, got uh robert zemeckis mm-hmm. to direct it and tom hanks as geppetto yeah yeah i, I mean i'll give that a shot why not both of those people have done a lot of things I've enjoyed. Um, I remember for a long time, Robert Downey Jr. was attached to the Geppetto role. Um, but, you know, if it can't be him, then Tom Hanks is a, is a, is a worthy uh, replacement. Yeah, and then a new Peter, a Peter Pan movie, Peter yeah. Pan and Wendy. Peter and Wendy. Is, is that going to be animated or live action? I, I didn't see. It's starring Jude Law as Captain Hook. Oh, okay. But I don't know if that's his voice or his likeness. Yeah. I mean, Peter Pan is one of those properties for me that I can I can keep getting stuff as long as it's good. Like, I mean, there, there's been a couple movies I haven't watched at all because they, they just seem to fall flat. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to take my time with that. But I love me some Hook. I love the original Peter Pan animated movie. Um, I've, I've written a, a Peter Pan story myself that I would one day love to draw, you know, but um, yeah. Why not? I guess the, the okay. So one sequel that really confuses me along the same thing uh, along the lines of the Hocus Pocus sequel, Sister Act three, with Whoopi Goldberg. Is it a new Sister Act? Okay, like I I I kind of caught that. I thought they were maybe redoing the original Sister Act. So they're just doing another Sister Act. Yeah, apparently, like a uh, character would go back and pretend to be a nun again i guess yeah maybe like, she actually becomes a nun <laughs> she's been a nun for 30 <laughs> years and, and they need to put the old troop back together <laughs> which now that i think about it holy shit 
I think the uh, the one witch in Hocus Pocus that wasn't Bette Midler or Sarah Jessica Parker is the same actress that played the other nun in yes, Sister Act. Definitely is. Whoa! I wonder if she's got some dirt on uh, on Bob Iger or, or <laughs> Bob Chapek. She's like, I need some money. Uh huh. Let's start bringing <laughs> these properties back. Whoa! Did I just totally slur that? I, I felt like I like I was saying it like I was drunk. Let's bring these properties back. Um, and then just a couple of quick hits just to see what else they're doing. That they're doing some Diary of the Wimpy Kid shit. Yeah, uh, animated. Another Ice Age thing. Uh, a Night at the Museum. Entry of some variety. Yeah, and that one's supposed to be animated too, which yep. is weird. Uh, they're doing Jungle Cruise. Yeah, and that one's that one's expected to release to theaters still. Uh, Cruella, a prequel to The Lion King. Yes. Um, and and uh, uh, The Little Mermaid live action, of course. And then they have some other animated stuff coming to that uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which does look kind of interesting. Yeah. Standard Disney stuff. Yes. There's a Baymax series coming from uh, from the Big Hero 6 universe. I feel like we've been talking about this Disney stuff way too long for an appetizer. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> uh, well, I think Hulu and, uh, Hulu and FX were the appetizer. This is like the soup and salad of the seven course meal. Okay, real quick. Then they're doing uh, Baymax, Tiana from Princess and the Frog, Moana, and uh, Zootopia Plus. I'm not sure. It's a new subscription service. It's just <laughs> Zootopia. <laughs> and then stemming out of, uh, out of Disney, you got your Pixar, which not a whole lot is happening. Um, I just saw that there's, there's going to be series based uh, from Cars. There's Doug Days with the, the dog Doug. And, um, and there's a Cars series with Lightning McQueen and Mater. Um, there's an actual new thing coming from them. Yeah, they got it. They have to do that every once in a while. Yeah, called uh, "Win or Lose." That's a uh, original series about a softball team. So let's see how oh, that a series. Yes. Oh, because yeah, I saw that they've got that uh, like a a new. I think it's a movie coming out for uh, called "Turning Red" about a girl that when she gets like excited or angry turns into a giant red panda. Oh, okay. Like, okay, well, that's an that's an interesting hook, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and that's one of those things. Like, it's Pixar, so if if they want to do it, I kind of trust them to do it. Pixar does have a pretty good track record. And then we've got uh, Lightyear with uh, with Chris Evans, a uh, a Pixar movie detailing the definitive origin of Buzz Lightyear. Was there a lot of speculative origins? Of Buzz Lightyear out there? Well, there was there was a uh, animated series called Buzz Lightyear of Star Command that apparently touched on some of that. But are they doing like Star Wars and decanonizing that? <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> it's a, it's Toy Story Legends along with those straight to DVD sequels like that Halloween one they did. All right, and I think that gets us on to the big guns. Yeah, the main courses. So, what do you want to do first, John's Lucas Films or Marvel? I'd I'd like to do Lucas. I'd like to end on Marvel because that is my that's my wheelhouse for geek stuff and that's probably where I'm going to have the most to say that is positive. All right. Star Wars is Star Wars. I love Star Wars, but just as a as a precursor to this, like I think there's a lot of Star Wars coming that I don't care about. Yeah, uh, possibly. So so yeah, so th basically they announced 10 or I mean, not announced because some of these we already knew about. But, they, you know, they covered 10 different Star Wars series. Yeah. Which 
is a lot. That's a lot of fucking Star Wars. Back in like 1995, I never would have dreamed of there being 10 different Star Wars series coming out. Like that boggles my mind. Yeah. But uh, if anyone knows how to milk a teat till it bleeds, it's fucking Disney. <laughs> so grossly <laughs> accurate. <laughs> what the fuck? So, of course, there's uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. And the, the big news out of that is that Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. Yeah. So, what the fuck? I mean, I, I can only imagine that that there's going to be some decent flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't think I need to see him as Darth Vader. Because he doesn't sound like Darth Vader, and he doesn't need to look like Darth Vader. So, like, I don't need him in a Darth Vader costume. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm sure there will be the, a couple shots with him with his helmet off, you know, where he's all mangled yeah. and gross. And that'll be cool to see. You know, hey, it's... Probably a scene of him taking his big Darth Vader boot off and pouring sand out of it and lamenting how much he hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Tatooine, lots of sand. Yeah. That's the only reason he didn't come to kill Obi-Wan. <laughs> and I think I think the thing that's got me most excited about this is like I was already fucking stoked for an Obi-Wan series. Like I've I've been waiting for something like this for a long time. Jedi is my wheelhouse. I love the uh the characters of the original series. So if they want to do Obi-Wan, if they want to do a Luke Skywalker series, I'm fucking in. But I'm I'm so excited that Darth Vader is 100% confirmed. You know, like of course Darth Vader had to show up at some point. Oh, yeah. It, it was a given, but I love that they're saying yes. You know, like, for sure, you are going to get it. I just want to see Darth Vader. I want to see, like, Rogue One Darth Vader doing more of that. I want to just see him wrecking shop and being the destructive force of fuck you that everyone's terrified of. Yeah. In the original trilogy. And I want to see their fight, too. Like, I want to yeah. see a full-on Obi-Wan Darth Vader fight. You know, you know, Darth Vader's not going to die. So cool. But he's a robot man. He could get a limb cut off again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, that's his thing. And this will this will most likely, I imagine, be the story that, you know, that will end with Obi-Wan deciding to become a hermit on Tatooine yeah. and just watch Luke. Yep. Um, but it's I, I read somewhere or heard somewhere that it's meant to take place uh, 10 years after after episode three. Yeah, so there's a 10-year-old Luke running around Tatooine, you know, shooting shit at Womp Rats. Yeah, yeah. Going to the Tashi station to pick up some power converters. I watched the stream for this part of it and was pretty upset because it, uh, like, they're like, here's a here's a first look at Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then the screen just went blank. And it was like, stream will resume in a minute and 45 seconds. Like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. And someone needs to leak that shit. I don't know what it was. It's probably like a featurette or something or like a interviews, something. You know, I don't know. It's got information that yeah. I want. I imagine there would be concept art and, and uh, I mean, they couldn't give away like plot points so much. That's why they kept it from us. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. But yeah, apparently that series starts shooting in March. And then there's uh, two more series uh, from Dave Filoni and John Favreau that are both coming to Disney Plus uh, Rangers of the New Republic which I think takes place during the same time period as Mandalorian and we'll probably have some crossover events. Yeah, they'll probably have those those two X-wing pilots, especially that one that's shown up in a couple episodes of Mandalorian. Yeah, 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 it'll probably have some crossover characters. The the events may kind of 
you know, cross each other and shit. Oh, yeah. And, and Cara Dune, uh, you know, yeah, will probably show up in that. I mean, they were talking about giving her a spinoff series. This may be kind of that, where this is a series where she has some heavy involvement. Yeah. I don't know. Then Ahsoka, a uh, limited series. So it's probably only going to be seven or eight episodes, like a little one shot, which I think is great. Go ahead. Do, do tons of those. Yeah. Uh, you don't need, you know, if that's the story you got to tell, tell it and move on. But of uh, Ahsoka Tano doing something. I think my my opinion on that can be summed up with a fart noise, a big, wet, sloppy fart noise. <laughs> I don't give a shit about. Well, I mean, I didn't. I didn't, you didn't watch, watch Clone Wars. Yeah, did I you? didn't watch those. I know about the character, um, you know, and I've I've seen enough of the show to have seen her and her interactions with uh with uh, Anakin and all that shit. But I don't like Rosario Dawson, and I did not like her as a. Yeah, I couldn't get into that episode at all of the Mandalorian. I ugh, like I'll I'll skip that episode if I ever go through the Mandalorian again. It it was of no consequence. Yeah, fucking Rosario Dawson. I just wish she had one level that wasn't just Rosario Dawson. It doesn't matter who she's playing. You know, the lines are different, but her read on it is the exact same. That's fair. I don't think it's necessarily inappropriate for that character though at that but yes, I think I'm, I yeah, get, I'm just, I'm I get tired what you're of saying. It. Like it wouldn't like her as a, so, a, a Sokotano wouldn't have bothered me if that was the first time I'd ever seen Rosario Dawson. I probably would have enjoyed it. Um, okay. Where were we in the A's? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess, uh, a couple more series they have stemming from their, their Star Wars story universes. They've got Andor about Cassian Andor. Yeah. And like, I didn't really give a shit about Cassian Andor. I mean, I don't, you know, there's not that much there, but, uh, they showed a trailer of it and it looks kind of cool. I mean, like, a, I, I guess it's supposed to be kind of a spy thriller. And, and one thing that one trend that, that I'm picking up from both this and Marvel that I appreciate is they're doing what I said I wanted them to do to a degree. And so. I'm kind of excited about that. They're taking the broader universe and other characters and trying to do some other stuff. Like this is like a spy, like a more spy thriller. The, um, they've got, uh, well, some of the other ones that we haven't really come up to yet, but they're, they're kind of hitting some different genres and trying to make different types of shows in the same universe rather than just trying to redo the same shit that's been done before. And they're telling the other stories of things that are going on and trying to do different things with different shows. And, uh, I like that. I'm, yeah. I, that. That has got my interest. That sounds yeah, I, cool. I feel like that started with uh, back, you know, back in the old days of the MCU with uh, with the Winter Soldier. Like when when all of a sudden it was a it was a Marvel movie, but it was it was a it was a thriller. Like it yeah. was a uh, a political intrigue thriller. Yeah, it was almost like, like a a Bourne movie or something. Yeah, you're like holy shit! Like it doesn't just have to be superheroics. Yeah, and I think they're leaning into that. I mean, they, they saw the whole Space Western thing worked out fairly well for them. So yeah. they're kind of reaching out and seeing what else works. And you know what? Some of these probably won't. Yeah. And, and I'm fine with that as, as long as they're trying to do something new and interesting. So Yeah, and I guess it'll be cool uh, along the same lines as Rogue One itself, like seeing that era of the Star Wars universe, which is, you know, filling in the gaps between trilogies. Same as Mando right now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I, I guess, I guess, uh, the Cassian Andor series could possibly, uh, have some links to Obi-Wan if they're taking place in that time frame. Is that when that's going on? I would imagine so. Unless it's just like three years leading up to, to Rogue One. Cause you gotta say, you gotta think if there's, 
20 years between the uh, the first trilogy and the prequel trilogy, and Obi-Wan's taking place right in the middle of that. You know, that's still early days of the Rebellion. Yeah, yeah, I guess they could be kind of, yeah, because they're, they're both in that same gap. Yeah, that so, chunk. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess they wouldn't want to limit themselves to only having like two years of possible storytelling time with Cassie and Andor because we know where he ends up. Yeah. And then there was also uh, the Bad Batch, which uh, since you don't care about Clone Wars, you probably don't care about that either, do you? Nope. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. They were just a group of clones that were in kind of the final two or three seasons of Clone Wars. Oh, okay. They're like a, you know, commando unit. Um, the other one from the from the Star Wars story universes is Lando getting his own series, which yeah. Donald Glover is was not announced. They so. didn't say shit, really. They just said, Lando, it's a thing. You know, and, and if it's Donald Glover coming back, which I can't imagine it wouldn't be unless for whatever reason he was just like, no, no. I'm not interested. I, yeah, Disney's got the money to throw at him. That's yeah, for sure. I'd be down to see it. You know, like Donald Glover was a good choice. I thought he was a great Lando uh, he, he had the charisma and the charm mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, I think he pulled it off excellently. I, I, I saw a thing where they, someone was saying it'd be really cool if they got like Billy D if it was like Billy D Williams in some spots, like telling a story oh, and yeah. it did like flashbacks to fucking Donald Glover being a young Lando. Like that would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Why not? I, I remember seeing the, um, the initial trailers for Solo. And like not being stoked about Alden Ehrenreich because it was too jarring. But when when you first saw Lando, you know, just like either either playing at the at the card table or when he was doing this like lean back lounge thing and like yeah. had a little flourish with his hand, I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's Lando!" Uh. Instead of a limited series, they called it an event series. I don't know what that means. I don't, maybe it's few, even fewer episodes. Maybe it's like a four episode uh, mini series yeah. or something. I don't know what an event series is. But it, it makes me think it's not a full season. And a full season now is only like eight or nine episodes. So Yeah. Or it means that they're not planning on making it a multi-season thing. But yeah, like limited series would imply that also. Yeah. And then the other series that I'm that definitely has piqued my interest is The Acolyte. Yeah. Which is is set in the is I think the only one of these that's set in the High Republic era. Far, far back past. So yeah. this is a, this is an era like a of thousand Wars, years. Yeah, that we have never seen before. Uh, you know, technology is going to be different uh, in theory, and it's supposed to be like a mystery thriller, like almost like a like a political intrigue thriller thing about you know. I'm not. I think it's from the Sith side because it's the acolyte. I mean, that's what mm -hmm. that's a, a generally Sith term in the Star Wars universe. And so I'm kind of hoping that it's like, is this like Darth Plagueis's? origin story is this like him as an apprentice yeah and i know a lot of a lot of uh star wars dorks have wanted uh the darth bane story also uh told I've, i i don't know anything because i didn't read those books but i've heard uh christian harloff in the past talk about darth bane like he's fucking all in on it so it would be really cool to see you know a sith heavy series and yeah. You know, like I, I read that it was that it was uh, investigating like the rise of of the Sith and the dark side. Well, yeah, because this was back when they were all still kind of underground and you did, or I mean all. I mean, I don't know if this was still during the rule of two or if there was a bunch of them back then. I'm not I'm not super well versed on the old Republic. So yeah. or the high Republic. So I'm I am uh, I'm very curious to see something totally new. Out of yeah. It, and that sounds 
fun. A lot of early Jedi stuff. Maybe we'll see like the the, the first creation of lightsabers and, and, you know, the harvesting of kyber crystals and how they, you know, infuse themselves into it. Yeah, I figured out how to go from proto sabers to light, to proper lightsabers. Yeah, because well, there was that that uh, the Game of Thrones guys were supposed to be doing that that Star Wars trilogy for a while that was heavily rumored to be High Republic. So I wonder when that fell apart if they were just like, okay, let's do a series on it instead. Very possibly. Uh, and then the other the other two big series were Visions, which is like a, a 10, 10 short films. Some of the top anime studios in Japan are doing. They didn't mm-hmm. say who any of those studios are. Uh, but I'm curious to see what that is. I mean, it's kind of like that Matrix one. Yeah, the Animatrix. Animatrix. Um, so, like, they can kind of do some different takes on Star Wars and stuff. So, I'm, I'm curious to see where that goes. Yeah, they'll they'll probably be exploring a bunch of other Star Wars like you've like you've wanted them to do. Yeah, you know, characters outside of Luke. Although I'm sure there will be a Luke one. Yeah, I can't imagine there won't be. Maybe it'll be him shooting womp rats <laughs> and a droid story, which looks like it's maybe like a kids show or it's got c-3po and r2d2 leading uh, some new droid through some stuff that's probably the one i'm least excited about yeah it it calls back to the old droids cartoon and you're just sort of like oh well i think i said it back on our star wars stuff i don't give a shit about c-3po or r2d2 specifically so i probably won't care about that either but uh it's a thing yeah it's happening and then we've got we've got the the big announcement that's got everyone a buzz that uh, that Patty Jenkins, director of the Wonder Woman movies, is taking on a Rogue Squadron movie. Yeah, and wants to make the best fighter pilot movie ever. That's a bold a claim. Star- yeah, yeah, fucking Top Gun, Star Wars. Yeah, oh, that sounds fucking. And it's Rogue Squadron. So I don't know if they're if they're borrowing from any of the plot points from the video games or not. Well, yeah, because the original Rogue Squadron story, like, wasn't that Luke and Wedge? Yeah, Luke and Wedge are, are like the commanding officers of the Rogue Squadron unit. Unit. So I'm mm-hmm. curious if they're going to do that in the movie as well, or if it's or if they're kind of abandoning that and doing their own thing. Yeah, if they're just using the title as a launching point for a different You're Rogue like, Squadron. Hey, nerds! Here's this thing you like. <laughs> well, it was, it was like fucking when uh, when Avengers two came out and it was uh, Age of Ultron. You know, like that was a that was the title of a of a Marvel event series right around then that had absolutely nothing to do with the same plot points or, or I mean, it was the plot was entirely different than the movie. Yeah. You know, it was just like, Oh, you just know this Ultron's in it. Yeah. Or like infinity war. Like that, that was nothing like the, like the infinity war comic book series, but it's like, that is a cool title that you've heard. Yeah. Yep. Some cool ass tie fighter fucking footage. Like that sounds cool. Yeah. The games took place through the same timeline as the uh the original trilogy oh did it it just took you to like the the greatest battles that that you'd seen in the movies i I think all three games had a hoth section if i recall correctly (laughs) (laughs) so and probably um, probably a trench run so yeah absolutely so i'm mad i don't know if they're going to revisit some of that and do like you know different takes on classic battles that we know about so Mm -hmm. that could be cool well, and, you know, good for Patty Jenkins, too, because she, you know, she was one of those directors that, you know, she's been spearheading, you know, equality in movies. And, like, she was someone who, fuck, what what was the movie she did? Oh, fuck. I need to do my research. But the movie that, like, I think she won an Oscar for it, you know, a decade or two ago and then just largely got overlooked for everything oh, until shit. Wonder Woman came along. Then she fucking blew up and then she had she had some power and some clout. And, you know, she... 
she used it to to get herself a better deal, get uh, Gal Gadot a better deal for the sequel. You know, and she's she's parlaying her her power well, I think. You know, and I, and I think she's got a good um, a good opportunity to make to make an impact. You know. Yeah, and in the little trailer, I think she was talking about how like she grew up on an Air Force base and her dad was a fighter jet pilot. So it's like, all right, so she, she's fucking passionate about making a good fighter jet movie. And uh, an X-Wing's a pretty badass fighter jet. Yeah, I mean, X-Wings and TIE fighters fighting, like, other than lightsabers, like, that that's the big thing. You know, that is the Star War, and I, and I enjoy watching those. And the other cool thing is, like, we've got the technology now, and all the faults of the sequel trilogy aside... Uh, the visuals was not one of them. True story. And so some, some fucking solid modern dogfights, space dogfights sound fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm super, super down. Yeah. So, uh, and then they, they mentioned, uh, Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie. Taika Waititi? Yeah. They, they mentioned his Star Wars movie, which is probably the one slated for like 2025 or something, like way off in the future. Yeah, I mean, that, I think going into it, that was the speculation that was that they were going to give a hard announcement to uh, to Taika Waititi's movie because that's the one that's been most consistent. Because I think technically right now, like Ryan Johnson's trilogy hasn't officially been uh, knocked off the slate. They didn't say shit about it, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think it's it's one of those things like Ben Affleck as Batman before he came back, you know, it was just like, oh yeah, they're not saying it, but he's done. Yeah. So, but this Patty Jenkins thing really just came out of nowhere and it's got, it's got some fucking buzz. People are excited about it. But then outside of star Wars with Lucasfilm, they did announce that the, uh, the Willow series is coming and, uh, Warwick Davis is coming back for sure. They'd mentioned that a couple, a little while ago. Yeah. That wasn't new, but they said it again. They did talk about the final, as they put it, Indiana oh, Jones movie. Yeah, slated for what July twenty twenty two. Yep. Yeah, James Mangold uh, directing this. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, it's going to have Harrison Ford. Yeah, I, I mean, granted, they've put dates on it like every year for the past like six, seven years or so. But this may seem like sacrilege to such a such an Indiana Jones fan, such as myself, where it's like. Give me a give me a crystal skull again if you want. You'll still get my admission because I just want new Indiana Jones. I hope it's something better, but whatever. As long as you keep making them, I'm good. But I'm kind of glad Spielberg stepped aside. I think Crystal Skull, like even though you know George Lucas got the blame from Spielberg for the monkey scene, like that wasn't its only problem. Yeah, the, yeah, the monkey scene was not the only problem with that movie. Yeah, there was an over reliance on CGI, and it just it didn't feel like Indiana Jones. And I feel like because that's Spielberg's style, that's what he's evolved into. But James Mangold has a much more raw, dirty style, like you saw with Logan. So if we can get oh, he did. Lo- I was gonna say, what has he done? Because I don't know this. Yeah, guy. yeah. If 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 we can get Indiana Jones's Logan, yeah, that sounds bad as fuck. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I'm stoked to see what James Mangold will do. Got to see Professor X say fuck. Yeah, a lot. So, uh, maybe I'll get here Indy say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rated R Indiana Jones. Disney would never let that happen. Motherfuckers. That's a good way to go out though. I'm sick of you fucking Nazis and all these fucking snakes. <laughs> snakes. Why the fuck did it have to be snakes? <laughs> all right. And, uh. We're an hour in, so let's start talking about Marvel. Woo! This should be quick, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there there are a lot of uh, a lot of entries on this list, but it is uh, it is very much 
you know, sort of the same thing as Star Wars, where it's like, this thing, yeah, this thing, yeah, this thing. So, so let's run down the list. You let's start do it. with series. Sure. I mean, I think the vast majority of it is series. So uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah. They're doing that as a series, which doesn't surprise me. They'd already kind of hinted at that in the past. Yeah. At the end of Captain Marvel with the whole scrolls are among us sort of thing. Wait, was, oh no, that was end of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. When Nick Fury was up in the, up in the shit. Yeah. I mean, we'd heard that there was going to be a Nick Fury series. So Secret Invasion, why not? It's another well-known storyline. Yeah, let's, I mean, and it probably won't be a whole lot like the, uh, the comic series unless they introduce new Marvel characters that aren't already established. Because they're not going to get, you know, the big guns into this series, I don't imagine. It's going to be a Nick Fury series, and it'll be more espionage and intrigue. But yeah. the comic series was really cool because all of a sudden, you know, it started with like a dead Electra body, I think it was. And all of a sudden it reverted into a scroll and, and you're just like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, like, and so who else yeah, could be? It Imposters. could be everybody. Like I, I'm really interested in that. I think, I think it'll be cool. I'm, I'm not sure. I liked how scrolls were not bad guys in Captain Marvel, but you know, let's see what they do. I'm sure there'll be a lot of bad scrolls in this. Yeah. I mean, imagine, I mean, maybe you just haven't seen enough of them yet to know what you find a dead one and you're like, okay, are they here to hurt us? Are they good? Are they bad? Why is this a thing? Yeah, because Ben Mendelsohn's Talos will be back, so I'm sure he'll be like the face of the good scrolls. But there will probably—I mean, I imagine they will evolve the scrolls into shitheads in this series. Yeah, or at least a, a, a significant enough faction of them that uh, they're going to fuck shit up. Yeah, and then we had uh, two Iron Man-related series. You had uh, Ironheart with yep. uh, Riri Williams, yep, yep. Uh, who makes her own Iron Man, Iron Man suit. Iron Man suit. Yeah. In the comic books, yeah, she's she's a teenage girl and she's super, 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 super smart. She can make her own Iron Man suit. So holy shit. I think you I think that's the pre-qualification for doing that is being turbo genius. Yeah. Like I'm I know I'm not a turbo genius, so I, I'm not surprised I can't make an Iron Man suit. And uh, and then Armor Wars, which was another comic storyline that they're pulling over i mean like yeah i guess this is you know this is disney remember what they do is they take pre-existing stories and make them into movies and shows yeah and i think this is something that can work for uh for don Cheadle's war machine because in the original comic series it was exactly what this synopsis is you know where where tony stark's technology is being is getting used for nefarious purposes by assholes so tony stark went to fucking take him out um, so yeah, let's do that with War Machine. He's doing it in the memory of Tony Stark. So that'll be your emotional connection there. Yeah. And, and it leads, it makes it a bit more of a challenge too, because presumably this is set in a time when after Tony Stark's dead. Yeah, I would imagine and so. Like his technology gets out and now, you know, Don Cheadle's got to clean up the mess. Yeah. Stupid ass James Rhodes. Hopefully his armor doesn't fuck up because he certainly isn't a turbo genius. <laughs> yeah. Right. Who's repairing it? Yeah. Riri Williams, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, there were also some uh, some quick mentions for the She-Hulk series where Tatiana Maslany was officially confirmed yeah. by Kevin Feige, like live on tape. Or I guess it wasn't live, but. I'm excited about She-Hulk. I think this could be a cool show. Yeah. Because like she specializes in superhero law. So it's, it could be like a semi-courtroom drama where, where they could have a whole slew of cameos, people coming in, you know, mm -hmm. bring in. 
Bruce Banner and someone's trying to sue him for knocking down their building. And yeah. He's yeah. Like, well, it wasn't me. It was the Hulk. Yeah. They can introduce <laughs> like, like characters like the wrecking crew or like even like fucking paste pot Pete. Like it, it, they, they've got such a, an outlet for, for B list, C list, D list characters. Yeah. Um, and it was confirmed that, that Bruce Banner will be in that as well as, uh, uh, Tim Roth's abomination from the incredible Hulk. And so uh, I'm curious how much time they balance with like courtroom personal drama stuff and how much like action they put into it. I'm, I'm curious yeah. where they're going to find that balance. Yeah. Cause you know, the, with something like the, the Netflix series, like it, I, I would imagine it would be more akin to that pace where it's not all superhero action, but you're going to get a little bit of action in every episode and maybe they'll have uh, Jennifer Walters, you know, investigating things like say she can't prove something in court. So she's like, all right, well, I'm fucking She-Hulk. So I'm going to go and try to figure this out on my own. And then she can get in a punching mat match with a fucking wrecking crew or absorbing man or whoever. Yeah. They could introduce a lot of Hulk characters into this as well, because we're not going to get another Hulk solo movie. I don't think they're going to take any chances on that anytime soon. Um, we also got a, uh, a little snippet, which was, Essentially nothing for the Hawkeye series with uh, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. Which, you know, is probably the amount of care I have, shits I give about the Hawkeye series. Yeah. Like, I, I was, I, I mean, honestly, I was a Hawkeye fan when I was a kid. Like, I enjoyed Hawkeye in the comics, the West Coast Avengers and him leading up the team. Uh, but, uh, him talking shit to Captain America. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not enthused about it. But uh, that could change if they do something cool and show me more. Yeah. Just Hawkeye show coming doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. And like the Kate Bishop character, you know, first appeared, um, well, not maybe not first appeared, but she came to prominence in the uh, the Young Avengers series, which it sounds like like they may be gearing up for that. Like that that also had like a teenage uh, version of uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision's twin sons. Yes. And um, and a couple other characters that had ties to other Marvel characters, but I don't know. It's a it's a lot of legwork to get there. But one of them was uh, Cassie Lang, uh, Scott Lang's daughter. So maybe they're maybe they're just sort of planting seeds now, so they can make that happen later. Oh, and another one was a scroll. So shit. Yeah, yeah. they've got some stuff they can do. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't give a shit. Uh, one series they mentioned that they also didn't say anything about, but I am interested in is Moon Knight. Yeah. Because uh, Moon Knight's a cool character. They could do some interesting shit with him, especially if they go deep into the like psychological fuckery mm-hmm. of it. And one thing that, that was interesting was that Kevin Feige did not confirm that Oscar Isaac was playing Moon Knight, which was announced oh, a few right. weeks back. And we uh, we covered it on, yeah. on one of our off-topic debriefs. So hopefully that's not following through because I, I think Oscar Isaac would be a fantastic fit for Moon Knight. I did see something about you know rumors of him being cast as Solid Snake. Yeah, in a in a Metal Gear movie. So maybe he's got maybe he likes Metal Gear more than Marvel money, which would surprise me. Yeah, yeah, because there's definitely more money <laughs> in Disney's pockets. I don't know. They lost seven billion dollars. Maybe their the coffers <laughs> are getting thin. Yeah, they're all oh, shit. We can't afford them anymore. Another series uh, is uh, Miss Marvel based on uh oh and we see a lot of this stuff we've covered in previous um off-topic debriefs yeah they announced the actress i don't i don't remember her name yeah, she's new either. yeah so she's not anyone you'd know they they you know found her 
it was cool watching them uh, play that footage of, of yeah. them like making the announcement to her and like like seeing her emotional meltdown. Like that's so fucking cool. It's heartwarming. You're gonna be in a Marvel movie. That's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. The star of a Marvel movie. Like I'd be fairly excited if they were like, you're gonna be customer getting coffee number two. <laughs> But I don't know much about Miss Marvel. Me either. I haven't read the book. I, she's a new character, so I don't have any attachment to her. But uh, yeah, hopefully it's good. I think she's an inhuman. Like, I think I think her powers come from the Terrigen Mists. I'm curious how they practically do the fists getting all giant and stuff. Yeah, her stretchy powers. And, and make them look good. I mean, they've got the CGI and money for it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm I'm really curious. Yeah, like you said, how to make that look good. Because the... Piss poor CGI wasn't the problem in the old Fantastic Four movies, but it's just, it's a weird look. Yeah, it is. It's, it, you can draw it in a comic book and it looks fucking cool, but when you do it live, like it's hard to not laugh at it, even when it's done well. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm curious how that goes. And then they announced, I think it was like a 2023 holiday release for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah. Hopefully that should be good and funny, but it's so far yeah. away. Like, I, I don't care about it yet. Yeah, why not? And it sounds like they're going to shoot it while they're shooting Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yes. So it will be written and directed by James Gunn himself. And then a uh, a baby Groot series called I Am Groot that uh, I don't care about at all. Yeah. Droids. Yes, exactly. And then there was four that, uh, that, all, that we got four trailers, uh, or at least looks at, uh, for four other series. Yep, I think uh, I think the we should just talk about them maybe in release order because yeah. coming what is it January fifteenth very is soon Wandavision yeah and this was one of those series kind of like Hawkeye where I was like I don't give a shit about either of these characters I don't care yeah fuck off but the more I've seen about this show the more interested and excited I've got they're doing something interesting this this latest trailer really just grabbed me by the balls and said sit down and watch like I I am so fucking interested in this series now they they you know all all the trailers before were just sort of like goofy and you're like okay there's going to be something weird going on but the whole sitcom angle like haha that's neat that's cute but this one like all of a sudden you're seeing characters like like, like or Wanda and and and, uh, and Vision and like their neighbor friend who's going to carry through the series and then also an adult Monica Rambeau from yeah. Captain Marvel like things look fucking sinister and nefarious. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa, like this is going to have some weight and, and it's going to carry on into, into Dr. Strange too. So it looks kind of like what we were suspected, suspecting earlier is that she's having a psychotic break of some kind. Mm-hmm. Like This is some sort of weird hallucination. She's stuck in some sort of fugue state or, you know, coma maybe, or well, and something. And this is her brain putting shit back together. And like, that's, that's a cool premise. And and it it carries a lot of weight if you think about her character in in comic books when they did the House of M storyline, where she was so racked with grief that she said the words "No more mutants," and all of a sudden it like changed the universe. And all of a sudden, you know, it was just like, "Fuck! I wish I I wish I knew more about the series to, to actually expound upon it." But like it it eradicated mutant kind in comic books, there was 198 mutants left on earth after that and no new mutants being born. And it had like, like, like they, they did like a, it was a limited series called house of M in like an alternate reality that she basically created. Yeah. Like that, that's how powerful this, this chick is. And it's yeah, Scarlet, Witch is not to be fucked with. Yeah. It's, it's a shame that since the beginning, they've, they've really just sort of 
not really had any of that nailed down. Like at first she was just sort of like, you know, like make you see weird things. And then it's like, okay, I can use my powers to fly. And then she says, oh, I can crush Thanos. Like I'm that powerful. And now they're like, oh yeah, she's going to fucking wipe out reality if, if she freaks out enough. If that's where they're going with this, I'm in. Yeah. That sounds fun. Um, and then after that, we've got a series that I think I'm more excited about than you, uh, which is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, this is another one that I said I don't really care about either of those guys, but uh, they gave us a trailer. It looks like it's uh, kind of like an odd couple buddy cop type affair. Yeah, they're the definitely... feeling I got out of it. They're keeping on with their whole love-hate relationship. You know, they, they yeah. made a callback to like the I hate you so much from uh, Civil War. Yeah. And, I mean, it looks like it could have some cool action and stuff in it, but, uh, I don't know, it didn't grip me. It, it, didn't, it didn't make me think, oh, okay, this is something new and exciting. It's like, oh, this is, this is Turner and Hooch, but <laughs> they're super <laughs> Yeah, it, it, is, it is probably, of, of all these things, the most like, oh, hey, more of the same. Yeah. They only showed a brief from the back shot of, of the rumored U.S. agent character that we've seen shots yeah. like, like from uh, like paparazzi pictures on set, um, played by Kurt Russell's son. So oh, really? he's, he's, got, he's got the Russell jaw. I'm going to be interested to see more of the, the U.S. agent character because there's going to be the whole struggle of legacy and like where they go. Like they even in the trailer sort of show that, you know, just like some there was a line about like the shield carrying weight or, so, you know, yeah. so, you know, like it's it's a heavy burden. So I don't know. I'm glad they've both got some new some new costumes. I'm glad Winter Soldier got a fucking haircut. Like, how long are you going to sit there looking like fucking Kurt Cobain or whatever? He shaved, though. Yeah. I think he looked better with the beard. Yeah, yeah. He's still got his Wakandan arm. Yeah, well, they're not going to get rid of that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I would trade mine for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you should have given me in our uh, D&D game. Well, fuck it. That's pretty much... Yeah, there's nothing saying it's not that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it looks exactly <laughs> like that. Uh, and then they gave us a trailer for the Loki show. <laughs> the, the Loki, Loki show. show. Yeah, it sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> like a multi-cam live audience sitcom. Thankfully... It's not that at all. No. It looks fucking great. That was that was one of the shows, I mean, probably just as much as Hawkeye, that for me, I was just like, I don't fucking care. I'm sick of Loki. He's He's been in too many things. Let's just, let's take a step away from Loki, please. Yeah, and uh, I'm kind of glad they didn't. I mean, I guess we'll see when it comes out, but uh, it looks like they're doing like a time travel histories mysteries kind of something <laughs> um not really sure what they're doing with it yeah apparently there there was a lot of speculation that i can't remember the name of the group that like you know you see owen wilson uh, a mustachioed mature owen wilson which by the way where the fuck has this guy been but i'm yeah, right. I'm, I'm interested yeah working for the tva yeah it was that what it was called yeah, the time variance authority okay that's what it was they're yeah like time cops yeah people were talking about that in the that apparently there is uh some comic book storylines with that where you know, they're in charge of like keeping timelines in order and, and uh, preventing cross dimensional fuckery. Yeah, which uh, Loki's been doing a bit of and the Avengers did a whole fuck ton of. Like, are they hauling him in to be like witness in a trial against them or some shit or like like because they did some they did some time fuckery. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it seems like like they're going to like he's going to become like sort of a well, I got kind of a secret agent vibe from it, Yeah, which, you know, a lot of people are calling for him as james bond so it's like okay let's 
Let's let's use this as a little test. See let's how see he does. He does. Although it's going to be Marvel, so it's going to be probably a bit more cheeky than a than an actual espionage uh, yeah. thriller movie. But I mean, it looks like they're having him in like some different conspiracy theory roles and stuff. Like I watched like a, a breakdown of it that had uh, that kind of pointed out a lot of the stuff in the background, like the you know him jumping from the plane. People are thinking that's him. Be he is DB Cooper. Oh, that's why, shit. like he disappears, and there's the there's a little bit of the money floating around behind him because that's all they found of DB Cooper. And oh, and uh, like in the final scene, there's um, an arcade machine in back of him, and I can't what is it called like Poly Poly Photo Pocket Poly oh. something yeah Poly Pocket <laughs> the arcade game. No, but it's that one. The, there's that urban legend of that. Uh, that arcade machine that was in, I think, Portland, Oregon, that like would uh, like control your mind and and stuff, and like and then like That's people in right. black suits came and picked it up, but no one's been able to find out where it existed. It's like in the background. So like, I think they're hitting like a bunch of different little conspiracy theory things, and having him go through time being the trickster Loki, fucking with people through time, and it, like I don't know, it just looks interesting. I love that idea because yeah. I mean that kind of harkens back to when we were doing our travels in time comic book where we were talking about hitting certain points in history and saying that like you know that happened because we were there and we caused it. like like the burning of rome was going to be our fault because we we like knocked a a, a cart of fireworks over and yeah and, oh yeah and so so I like i don't know if he's working for them as an agent and they're like ah shit db cooper just had a, got hit by a bus all right loki we need you to go do this yeah or if he you know jacked a time machine and is just doing his own thing. I don't know. Either way, sounds fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I think that's the one I'm most excited about at present. And then the last series that we've got to talk about is um, What If? The animated series, which is apparently going to, like, from what I understand, it's going to be 22 episodes. And each one of those is going to basically attach itself to one of the movies. Oh, okay. I, or at least I remember hearing that early on. And they're going to have uh, the actors come back to reprise their uh, their voice roles. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. When, when it's the same character. Yes. Yeah. So the the one that they've been featuring most heavily is uh, Haley Atwell's, uh, you know, it's like, what if Peggy Carter got uh, the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers? Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping that they dig a little bit more deeper and more consequential than that on some of these. Because like the two, the, the main two that I noticed they featured in the the trailer was that mm -hmm. basically what if captain america was a woman and what if star lord was a black dude from africa and it's like if okay. you if you want <laughs> to diminish it by that well i'm not diminishing i'm just saying like <laughs> I, I was expecting more stuff stuff more like what they had in the comics where it's like you know what if the battle in new york was lost yeah or like what if something with uncle with, ben didn't die and then yeah. it, it alters the very paths really of, big things because i mean is it that much different if someone else got the super soldier serum, unless they went like evil, like, you know, what if like Adolf Hitler got it? Okay. That's big and consequential. Well, but it, another person who's going to do good. Does is that really that much different? I don't know. At least in that, uh, in that episode, Steve Rogers is going to be in a, in an Iron Man suit, like a big bulky proto Iron Man suit. So I don't know how that works because it was back then, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I just hope that. I mean, I have no problem with those ones at all. But uh, I'm hoping that they, that it's not just you know, gender race bending. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, there's that doesn't seem like that's that big or amazing or, or different to me. I guess I want to see, I want to see 
more consequential stuff than that, I guess. There, there's been those shots going around of uh, of Bucky taking on like a zombie Captain America. Yes, so that, that, looks that one should cool. be neat. Yeah, but yeah, the old What If comic books always seem to have like a Twilight Zone, like yeah. fucked up, like your world sucks because it's not the way it is. Because this one thing changed. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, uh, I, I got to say, not a big fan of the animation though. Really, I'm I'm into it. It's something different. It is different. I guess I just, it, I don't know. I've seen that a couple times and I've, I've just never gotten into it. So maybe, oh. they, maybe they can sell me on it if they do a really good job. I think it looks really good. I'm, I'm stoked for it. So fuck you. <laughs> um, okay. So on to movies. Yes. There wasn't any new movie trailers, were there? I think they just talked about them real quick. They just kind of ran through them and said, here's the people that are starring in them. Here's some announcements, but we didn't get any yeah. new trailers at all for movies. No, no, we really didn't looking at the list here. Um, so from the top, I mean, Black Widow, that one's getting, we been getting pushed it. back. It's, it's a movie. Yeah. It's made. We're just waiting for them to give it to us. It's still planning on coming out. Uh, I think in like April or May, they were saying, I don't know. It's still planned for a theatrical release. We'll see. I think they're going to, they're going to delay it as far as they can until it starts fucking with their plans because everything they do is based on plans. Yeah. You know, like they're, they're. And it's a universe where everything's kind of tied together. So. Yeah. I don't know if that story has consequences to other stories, but if it does, they can't hold it out too long. The only thing I've heard is that it uh, is that there is some crossover characters between that and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I don't know if it's if it's timeline important because this takes place in yeah, the past a, anyway. Yeah, it's a prequel. So um, but then also with Hawkeye, there's a there's a character in that that I've heard is rumored to be in the Hawkeye series. Hmm. Yeah, and then there was Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. I know nothing about that. So. Yeah, apparently they've finished filming, so... Oh, wow. Cool. Um, I'm curious if if the Legend of the Ten Rings is, gonna, is going to tie into the Mandarin. Yeah. Uh, from Iron Man. I mean, that's about all I know about the Ten Rings, you know, the rings and all that shit. Uh, yeah, I, but... I, I'm not familiar with the character of Shang-Chi at all. Me either. I mean, I, I know he's just been... You know, Shang-Chi, master of Kung Fu. He's been in Marvel Comics for decades, so. If it's a cool Kung Fu movie, I like Kung Fu movies. Yeah. So that, that'd be enough for me. Yeah, I'll watch it. Um, we had some little news on the, all that. WandaVision is going to lead directly into Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, which will then lead into Spider-Man 3, the yet untitled Spider-Man 3. Is Sony making that one? No. Where's that one at? That's, That's coming Marvel. back in-house, right? Yeah. Marvel and Sony in partnership, but, you know, Spider-Verse is Sony's big baby and the Venom movies, I guess, or the Venom and Morbius movies. And I mean, I was going to save it for, well, I guess I still can save it for, uh, for our next off-topic debrief, but there has been a shit ton of news dropping about the, uh, the third Spider-Man flick, um, involving Andrew Garfield, Kirsten Dunst, Tobey Maguire is almost certainly a lock. Um, there's rumors that Tobey Maguire is going to be in, in, uh, Dr. Strange, which is being directed by Sam Raimi. Oh, so that, that would, that could be their lead in there. And apparently Tobey Maguire was spotted, um, getting fitted for costumes at like a famous costume fitting location. So there, the, you know, the speculation machine is fired up because I mean, Tobey Maguire hasn't been doing shit for a while. He's, he's all but been forgotten by Hollywood. Yeah, I see him in memes occasionally taking his glasses on and off. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> they mentioned the Eternals. Yeah. So it's a thing that's going to happen. 
Yep. Uh, kind of the same thing with Blade. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a that's a thing. There's going to be a Blade movie. There's going to be an Eternals movie. There's a lot of these were it's going to be a movie. And I think with some with both of those properties, it seems like it's not tying into the immediate future plans. So I, I imagine if they're if they're going to tie the Eternals in, it will be, you know, five, six, seven years down the road in the next phase once they have their next big cosmic villain or whoever is coming in. Yeah. Uh, we had a uh, Captain Marvel 2 announcement, which will have um, direct ties to Miss Marvel. Yep. Yep. The adult Monica Rambeau. Um, there are early rumors so this has nothing to do with uh with the fucking Disney presentation, but the rumors are that Rogue is going to be the villain in that, and that will be one of the one of the ties for uh for the X Men coming into the Marvel universe because in the comic books, Rogue started out as kind of an asshole, and the way that Rogue got her like permanent flying and and tough powers was she basically drained Carol Danvers dry when Carol Danvers was Miss Marvel. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she like sucked her into like an almost dead like husk. It's it's a pretty gruesome couple of panels and it's really cool looking. So they they have history. Oh, that could be cool. Yeah. Um I mean otherwise I, news wise, you know, there Thor Love and Thunder still coming out. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be a thing eventually. There's a new, you know, Ant- Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. Yeah, I like the name of that. I mean, they announced the name, but otherwise, like, we, we knew something was coming there. Well, to, to step back just a little bit, um, they did make the announcement that Christian Bale is officially playing Gore the God Butcher. Well, that's true. Which was from a more recent uh, run in Thor comic books, and he is a fucking badass. And, like, they had to, like, do, like, three different generations of Thors to, like, defeat him. It was uh, it was, it was a really intricate, interesting story. But they had, like, young Thor and, like modern Thor and the like future King Thor, you know, it was, uh, I wish I knew more about it because I didn't read it in its entirety. And another confirmation we got in Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania is Jonathan Majors is indeed Mm -hmm. playing Kang the Conqueror. They said the words. Yeah. So that is going to be cool because he could be a, a big dick villain. Yeah. Yeah. He is, he is a time traveling master. So he, I wonder if that'll tie into, like, the TVA stuff with Loki, too. Eh, it so, doesn't sound like something Marvel and Disney are interested in. No, they don't like, yeah, they don't want, don't want too many ties between your properties. Yeah, no cross-pollination. Um, but I think what that will do is lead into, well, not will, but could, is lead into Fantastic Four, which no details other than John Watt is directing, but just the fact that they're announcing it, you know, it's like, okay, it, it's happening. Yeah, that's a thing that's on the schedule now. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, fuck, I, I don't need any fucking X-Men. I, I've seen enough X-Men over the past couple decades, but I want a good Fantastic Four so bad. Fuck yeah. What? So what has John Watts done? I'm not familiar with that name. John Watt is the director of the Spider-Man movies. Oh, okay. The most recent ones. So I, I just don't know. Like, I, the movies are good, but... Fantastic Four is a different monster than Spider-Man and Sp- and his Spider-Man movies as much as I love them they're 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 different. You know, it's it's not I don't know, like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies flaws and all like they feel like Spider-Man comic books come to life. John Watts Spider-Man movies feel more like like especially the first one and I don't think this was a mistake. Like they feel like Spider-Man movies by way of John Hughes. I can see that. Yeah. And um so, I mean, I've got no reason to say 
fuck John Watt. He can't do that because he hasn't done some big sci-fi epic. You know, I've, I've got a feeling that he works well with the Marvel system. I mean, I, I got to be careful what I say, but I was about to say, I can't imagine he could do worse. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things to me where, where it's like even, even Favreau, you know, like John Favreau had beef with, with the Marvel system, with the studio, you know, wanting things a certain way. Joss Whedon had beef with the studio. So I, I think there are directors like, like Peyton Reed with Ant-Man or James Gunn when they're not firing him for, you know, 12 year old tweets where, where they just, they get along well with Marvel and they're not, they're not just like, fuck off guys. You're, you're messing with my vision, which is, can be a good thing, can be a bad thing. Like if, if I was creating something and Marvel said, no, you need to do this, I'd be, and I'd be kind of miffed of for sure. Yeah. But, but that, that said, they, they have a pretty good track record still. So yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Neither one of those Spider-Man movies were bad. Yeah. So, okay, let's do it. Um, and then I think the only other thing they announced is, you know, Black Panther 2 is coming and they're not going to recast uh, Chadwick Boseman. Well, T'Challa. T'Challa, yeah. I mean, they, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they are not going to have a new actor step into the role of Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to replace Chadwick Boseman. Yes. They didn't say what they were doing. Yeah, just they that said they like, weren't doing that. Yeah, they said talking about like, you know, other characters that were introduced in the first movie, which, I mean, right now, Letitia Wright, who played Shuri, is she's she's in the shit right now over you know she's like a very she's a very uh christian person and uh-huh. she's gotten in some hot water over some uh some anti-covid vaccine comments and some possible like transphobic comments so i mean some of that stuff i mean unless it's something bad like it it, it it's tough because ba- a lot of it is just i don't like that you don't have the same politics as me. So I'm going to scream about it on Twitter. Yeah. Cancel. See, Like, unless she's doing something like, I haven't heard anything about this at all. So I don't know what she's done specifically, but a lot of the other stuff, sometimes it's just like, I think this. And they're like, Oh fuck. You think that I don't want to see anything with you in it ever. Yeah. You agree with Trump. You're a piece of shit. And your movies suck now. You know, if you can't enjoy something because not everyone involved doesn't agree with you on everything, uh, that sucks for you. Yeah, I, I read some of the stuff that was going on, like, as, as far as the COVID stuff goes, and, like, like it was just, she was just saying that she's skeptical of the vaccine. That's perfectly fine. I didn't dig deep enough to see where the claims of, uh, of transphobic comments were coming from, because that, that's a problem. Yeah. But I think that about does it. Hour and a half later. Yeah, we're, we're right on track. <laughs> oh boy. Well, um, if you want to get in touch with us for any reason at all, find us, uh, on Facebook, Geek Exploration, the podcast page, Twitter, Geek Explore pod, Instagram, Geek Exploration podcast. You can call us and I hope you do because we are lonely at 916-ORC-TURD, that is O-R-C-T-U-R-D, like the turd of an orc. Or you can drop us a line at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Oh, that reminds me, because it's on my other notes, because we changed topics. Uh, we did get a voicemail. Oh, shit. From Trev again. Should we play it? Uh, yeah, let me find it. Hey, John and Ben, Ben and John. 
It's Trev Allen from The Struggling Artist. Just dropping you guys a voicemail to say congratulations on surpassing your goal on your Kickstarter campaign. I just uh, I just listened to your little episode that dropped about it, and um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys, and and uh, you know I, I can't wait to uh, to have you back on, and we can talk about the making of this one and the start of uh, number two. So let's do it. Fuck yeah. Anyway, you guys. Um, it, it's, it's amazing to see, uh, people out there creating and doing stuff like this. And, and, and it's even more amazing to see the people that will just back it and, uh, get behind you. Um, gives me hope for some of my projects someday. Anyway, <laughs> just wanted to say that and, uh, congratulations again. And I hope you guys have a tremendous holiday if I don't talk to you before then. Uh, Till then, your misfit trend from uh, New England signing off. Talk to you guys later. Thank yeah. you, Trev. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's always good hearing from Trev. He's always so positive. And yeah. uh, I, I mean, I, I think I think through through this podcast community that we're a part of, we we've we've met a lot of fun, positive people. Yeah, it'd be nice if the world opened up one day and you could actually meet them in person. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. We, we we will we will have to take a take a tour one of these. Yeah, do days. like a road trip. Yeah, road trip. But uh, yeah, if you enjoy the show, uh, drop us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. Uh, we still have uh, some merch available. Perfect Christmas presents, uh, t-shirts in all sizes. Uh, you could buy them for babies. Um, they won't really fit them yet. So not all sizes. We don't have any onesies or anything. Yeah, they'll grow into them. But they will grow. So uh, go check out shop.explorationpodcast.com. Also, Podcast Secret Santa is going on now. Uh, our episode doesn't drop until the following Tuesday on, I think, the 22nd. But you can check out all the other awesome podcasts in there um, now. Yeah. Yeah. Starting yeah. Starting before, yesterday. Yeah, before this thing. <laughs> or two days ago. Yeah. Uh, you can go check it out. I think 90s Court was yesterday. And and today, uh, Not Suitable for Adults is getting their Christmas present. And tomorrow, the movie seller gets theirs. So It's going to be fun. I get, I get to listen to, a, listen to a new episode every single day. Someone new doing a new episode of a show that isn't theirs. Yeah. Fucking awesome. My friends doing my other friends' shows. And as always, our themes... Themes music. Yeah, theme smong. And as always, our theme music for this type of show is Celebration by Kevin McLeod of <laughs> Incompetech.com. Bye. Bye. We're all podcasts that dig podcasting and Christmas. We enjoy giving so much, we're giving our shows away. In the spirit of Christmas, we're going to do the work for another podcaster. But Santa's been randomized. We're getting random new hosts. Wait, wait, wait. We've got to do a random show. Good thing they're all so awesome. Movies, nostalgia, drinks, games, fact and fiction. So much good stuff. I can do that show. They can do our show. Santa says. When Christmas arrives, we'll have guests on our feed. You'll find us elsewhere in someone else's world. Having fun with their creative experience and doing what they do. Podcast Secret Santa Exchange with The Movie Seller. On Second Watch. Not suitable for adults. Geeksploration the podcast. Grand Rapidians play video games. Featured creatures. Drinkopedia. 90s Court. 
Suck My Fanfic. Black Case Diaries movie and TV podcast. Check, Check out, out the, the fun! fun.